Industrial Talk is brought to you by Palo Alto Networks. Now, Industrial Talk has a direct link to a new report about Palo Alto Networks Industrial OT Security. The new report analyzes improved ROI and reduced complexity. The Palo Alto Networks Industrial OT Security provides customers significant savings and benefits in the following way. Faster time to industrial OT protection, reduce operational complexity, and reduced risk to the organization. Find out more how Palo Alto Networks Industrial OT Security helps you better manage, secure, and protect your OT assets while providing safe access to the assets and services required to modernize your operations. Go out to paloaltonetworks.com, download your copy today, and begin lowering your risk and achieving your 351% ROI. Welcome to the Industrial Talk Podcast with Scott McKenzie. Scott is a passionate industry professional dedicated to transferring cutting-edge, industry-focused innovations and trends while highlighting the men and women who keep the world moving. So put on your hard hat, grab your work boots, and let's go. I like, once again, thank you very much for joining Industrial Talk, and thank you for your continued support of a platform that is dedicated to industrial professionals all around the world. You are bold, you are brave, you dare greatly, you innovate, you collaborate, you solve problems, and you're making the world a better place. We thank you very much for what you do, and that's why this platform is dedicated to industry professionals all around the world. We are broadcasting from the 31st Annual SMRP Conference right here in Orlando, Florida. It is a collection of problem solvers. That's what it is, and people with solutions to help maintain, help asset manage your business even better. They're all here. If you have an interest in your in maintenance, assets management, or reliability, go out to in uh, smrp.org. Find out more. Be a part of the voice, and you get to connect with individuals like John Todd. How are you doing, John? I am doing very well. The end of a long day. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I hear you. You having a good conference? Oh, yeah, yeah. We, how, many times, how long have you been a part of SMRP? Uh, this is probably the fourth or fifth year that I've been uh, over oh, no the kidding. years. Yeah, so not, not 20 years, but uh, not one either. So <laughs> Yeah, but don't, yeah, that's Kevin. <laughs> that's yeah, right. He and, and, yeah, he's he's been around for a little while. That's for Dog on Share. He knows a lot of stuff, just like you. Yeah, that's right. So with that said, give us a little background on who you are. Sure, sure. So I have a, a degree in electronics engineering from days gone past, you know, a hardware degree. And I've always worked for software companies, so never figured that one out. Um, I've uh, worked with as a reliability engineer back at the Deep Space Network. Um, uh, a few years ago. Hold it, hold it. What do you mean? What do you mean by that? The deep space network, yeah. the, the the antennas Sounds that track all the spacecraft for yeah. NASA and such. Where, that was a lot of fun. Where where was that located? That was in uh, Monrovia, California. Worked with JPL and such. Did you go out to NASA. Barstow? Did oh, you yeah. go to Goldstone? Oh yeah, all the time. Oh, there you go. Oh, I love it. Yeah, yeah. as a kid, so I went fun. out there. Yeah, did you? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 We take tours of uh, the Goldstone. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I, you, I would get to go out there all by myself. So I didn't need in an the escort, middle of so. nowhere. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. That was a lot. That was a that was a great gig because we were just working with you know, custom, absolutely one of a kind equipment, right? And uh, but the precision and the reliability that was built into it was was pretty amazing. And of course, as reliability engineer, my job was to tell all the mission uh, managers and such. It's like, yep, the antennas are going to be good for your mission, no problem. So, <sighs> That was a lot of fun. That's exciting. 
exciting stuff. That was. That was. I don't know how you're going to top that in oh, this like, conversation because I, I could just I sort know. of <laughs> riff on that for a little while. Yeah. But All the, right. The data we had was just really hard to work with because everything was custom. Everything had their own format. And we had to bring all that and filter it together. And, and now I look at all these machine learning tools and you AI. You get this it's like, AI. It's like, oh, man, oh. I wish I had that. <laughs> so. But they're probably doing it now. Or they're trying to. Yeah, they're, I imagine they are. Yeah. Oh, they have to because yeah. it's, it's just a tsunami of data. Right, right. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. All right. So. Continue. Do you have more to tell? Uh, just a little bit. Just yes, yes, did some quality quality management, process management uh, for uh, an Air Force contract out in Colorado for, for quite a while. And um, done a lot of risk management type thing. And I've all along the way, I've dabbled with Maximo, of yeah, course, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and so now I'm working for Total Resource for the last uh, just over eight years now. So oh, no kidding. kind of that liaison between the salespeople and the technical people. And so having a good time with that. Is a is a uh, is TRM a Maximo vendor or that, that's our, our primary primary focus is a business partner for IBM yeah for Maximo there yeah, you go I, I knew I was like yeah. you got a relationship yeah, I didn't know how guys? to put it together yeah. man but that's clearly great. I failed miserably yep. Yep. so let's talk a little bit about the topic you want to talk about sure. that, that is that's which is really interesting because what we have is is this continued focus or increase or hyper-focus on data. It's just, it's like where the gold is located and right. everybody's talking about it right. and everybody wants to analyze it and everybody wants to analyze in a way that, that is meaningful and tactical or whatever it might be. Right. Help us understand that a little bit. Sure. So I had a friend of mine who was a uh, statistics professor at a college years ago. And he said, when you are presented with data, don't do anything with it. Just look at it. What does it tell you? And, you know, at first you, you look at a page full of numbers and it, you can't tell anything, right? But if you really concentrate on it, you say, you know, there's a lot of threes in this data set. Oh, I don't see, there's only like one number seven, right? And so it's a, he said, that will just kind of give you a sense of, of where you're headed, right? What you would kind of expect out of it. Now, Take that idea and look at gigabytes worth of data, right? Coming in every fractions of a second. You just can't humanly do it. Yeah. Okay? So we, we then apply tools. We try to use tools. You know, some are machine learning. Some are just basic, you know, models. And they tell us things. But does it kind of match our gut feeling, right? Do we just say, oh, yeah, that's, that's saying this is going to happen and I'll believe it. Well, we need to bring some decision-making into this, right? We need to, sure, trust the results to some extent, but to question them as well, you know, to, to look back and, and say, can I, you know, can, does that seem right to me, right? Um, so th th there's so much data now. You're absolutely right. Just to go back to your first point, it's this wave right you know we, we used to have data warehouses um now we have data lakes yeah yeah now we have data lake houses right mm -hmm. is another term right no, no i was getting ready to go and is there another one oh, data oh, there, lake? Oh, there is and, and there'll be another one in, in yeah. six months right um you know we we said not too long ago uh you know storage is cheap data storage is cheap now and that's still true 
but we're storing terabytes and terabytes, you know, even the petabytes worth of data now. Um, so, but the basics are still true. You know, there's patterns in that data. There's information insight, right? Yeah, but see, so. this is aren't interesting. This is a challenge because you, you'll see the patterns. It's like you're looking at that 3D picture and you got to blur mm-hmm. your vision a little bit to see things just uh-huh. pop out. Right. But where is, where's the, it, it never cuts off. You're always analyzing the data. You're, mm-hmm. you're, you're constantly being um, pressured into finding that, that, that additional gold yeah and it never ends yeah yeah and the moment you analyze a set of data and say here's my results here's my my confidence in whatever it's telling me well that's so five minutes ago right because while while you've been doing that there's a another flood of data coming in that you'll analyze next week next week next week right so it you're right it, it is never ending and it's going to grow so the, the power of the tools that we need to use to make sense of all of this needs to increase as well, right? So, yeah, it, it, absolutely. So take us through something like that. What, what, do you, what, are, we, what are we using to, to help, help that, that happen? Sure. So, so every, you, know, the, you can't have a conversation anymore these days or do a presentation unless you use the term AI. Right. <laughs> it's, it's, it's becoming the, the miscellaneous file, like uh, Industry 4.0. Right, exactly. You know, like all of a sudden, everything is like, yeah, yeah it's AI, AI, yep. AI. I heard some people talking about Industry 5.0 the other day, and I said, wait I a minute, we never finished thing. 3. I know, I heard the same thing, and it's <laughs> yeah. like, okay, I got right. you. But, but let, let's talk about machine learning, right? That's where we really get some, some uh, utility out of all of this. So these, these models that are being built, right, uh, to, to ingest whatever the sources of data, you know, and multiple channels of data, right, not just, you know, a couple of variables, but 10 variables, 15 variables, going into these models and the model understanding, um, and like you've heard previously, you know, what is normal, right, or what is not normal, or are we trending towards not normal? Those models being able to ingest all that data and then start to give us those insights. Okay, that that's the the, the real power right now. Uh, you know, not necessarily you know yet making decisions for us. Right. You know, now now we're in the AI side where it's taking actions based on uh, probability. Okay, but but these the the, the out what I want to say the. Um, yeah, the results are the outputs of these models giving us insights that we perhaps never had before because they are able to look at all these different channels of data coming in and find patterns and trends and, and things that, that we, just, we just could never see, right? Did, are, are we in a position to make better decisions? I think we are. I think we are. As long as we, as long as we understand the model, right, what what it's filtering out because they all filter things out, right? We always say, well, filter out the noise, filter out the noise, get right down into the the good data, right? Well, you know what? Sometimes you throw away, sometimes there's good stuff in the noise, Yeah. right? Yeah. So we shouldn't be afraid of the noise anymore, okay? Let's accept the noise because maybe there's trends and patterns and insights in that noise that we, you know, just ignored in the past. So given that, yes, we could make better decisions, 
We certainly could because we we should know more, right? But again, it's, it's where do we get to a point where where something is completely and ultimately optimized? We just have yeah. super duper vision and clarity into the right. operation, and then and you reach that pinnacle, whatever that yeah. looks like. It'll never be there. It'll never be never there. be there. And I'll give you a good example. So the sprinkler system at my house, the controller uh, has an AI feature in it. And it just says, oh, we'll take care. You know, I don't have to set my schedule, you know, every three days and 15 minutes in every zone. I don't have to do that. I just say, let the AI take care of it. Okay. It does a terrible job. Terrible job. You know, oh, you don't need water for 10 days and it's in the middle of the July. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Wrong. Yeah, don't think so. Under the covers for each, um, for each zone at my house. There's 18 different parameters that I can set. The soil, you know, how much uh, how yeah. much sand is in the soil, how much shade, and on and on and on. And I go, oh, I'm tweaking the model, right? Yeah. So out of the box, seems like a good idea to let AI take care of it. But I need to have an understanding of each of those parameters so that I can set them better, properly, to match my little world in my house, yeah. right? Now, the machine will learn that, you know, it knows the local weather, right? So it brings those factors in as well. Um, but ultimately, it's making a decision to turn on that sprinkler zone or not, right? But I'm intervening. I'm, I'm setting that up, right? So who's making the decisions, <laughs> right? Yeah. It's just looking at data and says, oh, yeah, all, everything lines up, turn on the sprinklers, Right. But I decided how those parameters are set to map this thing in my context. Did it? Did it? Did it's, it it, it's doing a better job. Yeah, it's still not. It, I I still like my regular every three to every other day kind <laughs> of thing. It seems to work a little better, right? <laughs> that's right. how I have mine set up. Is like, okay, right. I have a rain gauge. Uh -huh. So if it rains, right. it doesn't. It's like, okay, it's not gonna. Yeah, there's know. there's one channel. Yeah. That's right. Yep. 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 Thumbs yep. up. Right. I'm all good. Yep. But if it doesn't rain, I want that thing on. That's right. That's you right. You know. Yep. So where do you think it goes? Where do you think you, you? I mean, we're still at the tip of the iceberg. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, we're just. Yep. I mean, all of a sudden, it, if if it wasn't for Chat GPT, and all mm -hmm. of a sudden, that becomes the, the sort of the the latest lexicon, right? And right. And and applying it, where do you see it all going? So ultimately, it's really just another tool. Right. I mean, everybody got all excited when uh, spreadsheets showed up in the world. Right? Yeah. Ooh, I can do calculations. Yeah. Right. Right. And then, and then the idea of databases, you know, came into play. Right. Relational yeah. databases. Oh, I can store all this data. Um, and then all the analysis tool, you know, the business uh, business intelligence tools and things like that, charts yeah. and graphs and and all of that. Um, and and really the, the the machine learning approach and then ultimately AI. You know, it's just another business tool. Right very powerful business tool but if we can learn how to apply it right um and and understand it better in our context whatever our business is you know manufacturing or forestry or facilities management whatever um and then understand these the construction of these models then we can make some decisions based on those results right so it's just it's just another tool honestly yeah, but everybody's looking for that silver bullet. Oh, of course. You know, everybody right. wants that. It's like, yep. I have a problem. I need something that I just flip a switch and boop. Yeah. 
Hey, right. I'm all, I'm right. good. And, and I'm you know, in some cases that may come, right? You know, they'll go back to the sprinkler system, yeah. right? That it, it, it could probably do a really good job. Once a little bit adjusted, I'll just let the thing run and I don't have to worry about it anymore, right? So there's the application of these new tools, I, I think you're right. We've we've kind of just scratched the surface of, yeah. of what they can do for us. So. Because I still think that there's uh, room for blocking and tackling the standards. Uh, the mm-hmm. when you start looking at reliability and maintenance, there's, right. saying these, there's we're talking tools that say, hey, that, there might be a problem there, or there might be some challenge, whatever yeah. it might be, a yeah. notification. But we still need yep. need people to go out there oh, yeah. and yeah. analyze it. And, yep, yep. You know, there, there's that prediction aspect. Of, that we're looking for too, you know. Tell me what's going to happen in 20 days, right? And they're getting pretty close. So I like that. Yeah. How do they get a hold of you, John? So I work for Total Resource Management. We have a YouTube channel, pretty easy to find, and uh, John Todd at trmnet.com. Very good, my friend. Thank you very much. You were absolutely wonderful. Thank you, Scott. All right, we're going to wrap it up on the other side. We're going to be uh, having all the contact information for John out on Industrial Talk, so fear not, you will be able to connect with him. Are you active on LinkedIn? Yes. Okay. Yep. We'll have his LinkedIn stack cart as well out there on industrialtalk.com. We're broadcasting from the 31st annual SMRP conference. Put this on your calendar for next year if you're not here today. And uh, if you're in the world of maintenance and asset management and reliability, that is the first place to go. SMRP.org. Make that happen. We're going to wrap it up on the other side. Stay tuned. We will be right back. You're listening to the Industrial Talk Podcast Network. All right. John Todd's his name. Gold in that data. If you're not uh, in the data analyzing and collection game, your competition is. I guarantee you. So find that trusted individual, that trusted company. Right there. John Todd. Reach out to him. I can trust him. You can trust him. I highly trust him. Yeah. He knows what he's talking about. And given the fact that he's been out in Goldstone in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. He's got street cred. All right. Gold in that data. All right. Once again, Industrial Talk is here for you. You industrial professional. Amplify your voice. You need to do that. You you need to solve that problem and be able to help people solve their problems. That's why we are here. You go out to Industrial Talk and you're going to connect with John. But then also you're going to connect with me. Just click, click, and you'll be talking to me. Let's have a chat. Chat or two. All right, be bold, be brave, dare greatly. Hang out with John, change the world, and we're going to have another great conversation shortly, so don't go away.